The funny thing about mental health is that while it isn't all fun and games, that might not be a bad place to start. This is my conversation with Keith Wakeman. What if the truth came in a gel cap and we could just pop it in our mouths and forget about it? Well, it doesn't, and we can't. But we can laugh in the face of reality while plotting our survival. Welcome to the Truth Tastes Funny podcast. I am your host, Hirsch Repun. And if my guests can handle the truth, so can you. Open wide, folks. Here it comes. My guest today is Keith Wakeman. He's the CEO of Super Better, which uses the psychology of gameplay to build skills, overcome obstacles, and achieve goals. Keith, thanks so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I look forward to it. Tell us a little bit, because I know over a million people have played Super Better, Mm -hmm. but break it down for the the audience, because it sounds great, you know, in terms of what it accomplishes, but what is it? Yeah, so Super Better, it's best known as an app, uh, and the app uses, we call it a framework or a methodology that uses, as as you described in the beginning, the psychology of gameplay in real life or whole life to overcome obstacles, build skills, and achieve goals. So if you were a therapist, you would look at it and say, wow, that's a psychological framework that's helping people look at the world differently and, and uh, improving their psychological strengths and helping them be more successful, right? But the, play, the million plus people have played it, you know, they, they look at it and say, wow, this is a way that I can use the same mindset that I use when I play games in the real world. So I can go for my epic win, which is my personal goal. You know, I recruit allies for support, so I've got a support system. And each day I'm completing gameful activities that move me towards my epic win. So I'm activating power-ups, you know, quick, simple activities that give me positive energy. Usually they evoke positive emotions. They ba- they, I battle a bad guy every day, which is an obstacle that gets in the way of my goal or my epic win. And I complete quests, which are steps towards my epic win. And so, you know, those and a couple of other simple, you know, gameful rules create that structure. And it turns out that it's a really powerful structure that helps people to build resilience and improve mental health and, and you know, recover and overcome uh, from obstacles. Right. And this was designed by Jane McGonigal. That's right. Fill us in a little bit on, on how you came to be involved and, and how all of that uh, happened. Yeah, so, so, Jane is, uh, so Jane McGonigal is uh, the co-founder of my company, our company. Uh, she is, you know, a researcher, a world-renowned game designer, a futurist. You know, she's recognized globally as really being a key yeah. thought leader in how we can use the science and the psychology of games to improve real lives. And so uh, she created Super Better out of a personal incident in her own life. Um, it, she t- told an, she has an amazing TED Talk with her story. Uh, uh, it's called the the game the TED Talk's name is called the the game that gives you ten extra years of life. Um, she has another really amazing TED Talk too, that you should see, too, called Gaming for a, Can Make a Better World. But the one about her story of Super Better uh, is, is the first that I mentioned. And, and so Jane you know, created Super Better uh, out of a personal incident in her own life. She had a concussion. It didn't heal properly. Um, over time, Jane experienced anxiety, you know, depression, suicidal ideation. Jane's damaged brain was saying, Jane, you have no reason to live. And she finally got to a point that she said, I'm going to either create a game to help myself heal or I'm going to kill myself. And fortunately for the world, she created a game that's now super better and has helped over a million people overcome obstacles in their own lives. Now, the original Super Better app was developed 
uh, by a company in San Francisco. Uh, Jane had gotten together with with a couple of, of co-founders uh, of that company, and they did some really good things and pushed out the uh, original app and got some studies going. Uh, but they ran out of cash within six months of launching the app. So there was no company behind Super Better for a long time. I had gotten to know Jane during that process. Uh, one of her co-founders at the time was a lifelong friend that that uh, you know kind of grew up in the same industry and innovation space that that I did, and so uh, you know I, I uh, was was kind of helpful. You know, as, as friends are helpful uh, in those kinds of ventures. And so you know, I was watching after the, that company dissolved. I was just watching how. Uh, even though there was no company behind Superbetter, this amazing, passionate community was forming around it. And I was watching how the study, the initial studies were com- were going to come out uh, and saw that there were going to be really good uh, uh, you know, outcomes. And, and more importantly, perhaps I was looking at the macro trends and just like, wow, you know, the, the challenges around mental health and well-being, uh, especially mental health and well-being among youth and young adults, uh, you know, it, it was clear that there, there was going to that the major problem was happening uh, in, in on the on the uh, on the horizon. And so, kind of given the market needs and the opportunities, uh, and my background in you know branding and innovation, it just made a lot of sense for Jane and I to uh, found this company and and really be the ones to take it you know from a million to fifty million players uh, in the next five years. Yeah, I mean that is why I was so intent on having you on was. This moment, this crisis, um, it's staggering. As, as a parent, um, the best way that I can describe it as a parent with kids in uh, various mm-hmm. ages is that it seems like mental health issues have become more sophisticated for the child. Mm-hmm. That, that all of a sudden they have this level of ideation and negative self-talk and things that you might have expected a teenager to say you'll see in a, in a, in a, in a grammar school student. Um, uh, and I have relatives in education in other countries who are telling me the, the same thing, you know, the kids in second and third grade, the trauma and the vulnerability and the fear that parents have as a result seems to me to be at a level that I don't remember ever seeing things like this. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's a it's a crisis, um, and everything that that you've shared is 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 spot on. So kids are getting you know they're they're growing they're uh, getting yeah. older younger in some ways, uh, and and not not all of that is helpful for the for their you know for for mental health and well being. And it's a global issue, um, uh, but we, you know we see the 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 trends and the, the dynamics you know here here in the U.S. I mean just the the trends have been going on for a decade. So they started around 2011 2012. Uh, you know, between 2012 and 2017, for youth, you know, between the tw- ages of 12 and 17, there was over uh, a, about a 62 or 63 percent increase in incidence of and prevalence of depression. Right, so it started well before the pandemic, but the pandemic kind of put put added pressure onto the lives of of, of our children. So the the uh, you know the pandemic is really what put it on the world's radar and the school systems and parents uh, because the last you know two or three years. Uh, has, have just been really, really difficult for for, for students. So the CDC uh, tracks this as well. They did a study that showed that last year in 2021, you know, 44% of high school students uh, uh, felt a uh, uh, overwhelming feelings of, of sadness or hopelessness uh, uh, as, as well. So it, it's, it is pervasive. Um, it, 
it's unique. It's fairly unique, the trends and in the increase to youth and young adults. Uh, so where the, uh, the, the trends and the dramatic growth is not necessarily happening among the baby boomers and the, and the Gen Xers. Uh, but but we really see it, you know, around Gen Z and and, and millennials, especially the younger uh, half of the millennial generation. It's just really, uh, uh, you know, the, the the trends are there, uh, and it, it's a, it's it's you know it, we we call yeah. it a crisis. Yeah, and you say that the trend, in, in, you know, if you're know. looking at trends, and they started, you know, eleven twelve years ago, so, you know, we live in it's so you know we live in so such in the moment that you know we think oh well, you know. Of course, of course, this is happening. Uh, you know, uh, Boris Johnson just just survived a no confidence vote. It's like, well, no, this started, <laughs> this started before COVID. This started before um, before any kind of crises that people are going through in the moment. So this has its roots earlier on. So do you know what 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 was brewing that that pushed this trend out there? Yeah, so so there are a lot of you know really smart researchers and PhDs that are that have been working in in, in this area. Um, they uh, it it can be hard at the population level to show causation, but it's easy to see correlation. And so you know, the the strongest correlations, you know, what 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 happened, the tipping point in in 2011 is when you know uh, the uh, uh, mass prevalence of of, of oh. smartphones and what is what is smartphones allow you know, young people to do while they spend more time on technology. Um, some, I, I really uh, appreciate the, the, the research of, of uh, a woman named Jean Twenge. And so she follows, you know, she's been following this trend and, and you know, she's, she's been able to correlate social media as uh, one of the, the, the causal factors. Uh, so there, there are studies that, that she has uh, uh, published and, and pointed to that shows that uh, you know, when 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 the usage of social media starts to get above, you know, two, three, four, five hours a day, that's when we see the greatest correlations to increased levels of depression, anxiety, and and and, and so on. So uh, there's a, there's a relationship with social media. Um, we're not we're not necessarily you know we don't know enough to say yeah. that that's the that's the only problem, but it but certainly it's a it's a it's a correl- correlative issue and uh, uh, and as as well. Now, what happens with uh, and in social media, uh, you know, some of the, the, the more recent studies shows it, it so the correlation is much higher with social media and there's very, you know, much less with kind of, you know, uh, video game playing or watching TV or those kinds of things. So there is, you know, it's not tech, you know, the, the, the more the research comes out, the, the more it's not technology in general, but what does happen is, uh, you know, because young people and people like me are on our devices, you know, a lot more. It means we're not doing things that were once uh-huh. protective factors. So, you know, get sleep, sleep is a big one, right? We're all, you know, many people are sleeping less and our, our young people in, in, uh, around the world in the U.S. are sleeping less. And getting adequate sleep is a protective factor that helps with, you know, m- mental, uh, you know m- mental health and depression and anxiety uh, uh, prevalence. The, uh, you know, getting outside and, you know, in nature and physical exercise and those kinds of things, again, as we're spending you know, more time on devices, we're spending less time in other kinds of protective factors as well. So it, it's in some cases it is, you know, with the, I think the, the, the relationships, especially with young girls and social media is, is, you know, fairly strong. But in other cases, it's 
you know, what what is social media replacing and how is that impacting overall mental health and well-being of, of youth and young so adults? So that's a, uh, a good point, Keith, because I hadn't thought of that as well, which is it's not just what they're doing on social media. It's what it's taking away. The the protective factors, as you describe them. So it's a double whammy. They're getting they're getting engaged in in hyper emotional uh, and also uh, hyper disseminated stuff because you're, you're one person can send a message out to all their friends, everybody they've ever met, people who don't even know them, and it can create a firestorm. And that, you know, isn't the healthiest thing to, you know, that's another thing is on the one hand, this idea of social media that connects us, that allows us to share emotions, it allows us to, to put our, our, ourselves out in a way, you know, there's good parts to that. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, that you can destroy things as well, destroy your reputation, destroy someone else destroys your reputation, someone, and it's all exponentially out of control. And then, and then that's also taken away the things that would have made someone feel a little more secure, a little happier, a little healthier, a little more well-rounded, uh, the, the probably just the exposure to the outdoors and, and mm-hmm. things that they're not doing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that are good for their health, that are good to start young. So super better. What's the age range? How does that, how does that work? Yes. Yeah. So, so today super better is, uh, uh, Anyone over the age of 13 can create an account. Uh, we're introducing new features and some enhancements this fall uh, that will actually make Superbetter available for uh, youth of all ages. Uh, for, for children under the age of 13, there are special regulations uh, called COPA, uh, COPA laws. Uh, and so uh, you know, for, for, and it's, a protection, it's to protect young people uh, and their privacy uh, uh, for you know, on, on any type of a, of a web or, or digital or mobile, mobile device. And so we're adding you know, new features. Uh, the, one, one of the things that needs to happen for youth under 13 is a, is a parent, or in some cases a teacher, needs to approve uh, and authorize the account. Right? So we're building that in for, for the future because we want to start taking Superbetter uh, to you know, also be a, a, a tool that can be used with, with younger children as well. I'm looking forward to experiencing it. And gameplay obviously has has been a part of various therapies and therapeutic, and is something that's used with younger children. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the the fact that it's technol it's technology that's being used uh, to combat a problem that isn't strictly technological, but is you know we're like fighting fire with fire in mm-hmm. a way yeah that it's a, it's a great it's a great question and you know what what we see and what we our belief is that you know kind of the answer is in the always in the combination of high touch and high tech so technology is a tool and we should use that tool uh uh, uh you know but but it's also not a tool where uh, especially in the case of mental health and well-being where it's like well here's you know here's an app go figure it out on your on, on your own and, and perhaps you know, kind of go, go down, go down a trail. So, uh, so philosophically, and kind of where we're taking the, the platform is to make it. You know, today Subed is a great self help app uh, that you know many people recommend. You know, teachers, therapists, others recommend it to young people. Uh, but what, where we're going is is uh, you know a, a platform that is also a, a tool, a practical and engaging tool uh, that can be very you know very helpful as well. 
now around the the you know kind of the the technology for good. You know, we Subaru sure. is definitely a tech for good platform, uh, and we, we fit we fit all the criteria. We understand, and we're 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 recognized as global leaders in the science and psychology of games. And, you know, there's a lot of psychology and understanding around all of that. So you know, we certainly are armed, you know, to, uh, to use, uh, you know, if we, if we had different intentions, we could use the knowledge that we have to drive more usage and create business models and revenue models that, that, you know, really uh, play on and, and, you know, would make the money, the company, a lot of money. We're not going to do that. So, you know, there are no algorithms that drive, you know, we're not an advertising model business that, you know, that uses algorithms that are intended to keep, you know, young people or, you know, anybody on the platform longer. You know, we, we see philosophically we're a tool that's there when people need us. And, you know, the, the research behind Super Better shows that, you know, any interaction every day is leads to positive outcomes. So there's no reason for us to, you know, encourage people to stay on Super Better for longer, you know, than, than, you know, than they would need to. Uh, we also won't sell data or, you know, the privacy is, is extremely important, you know, to us as well. So that's not our, you know, that's not our, our monetization kind of model. Yeah, a, if we could get uh, other technology companies that are simply in the in the profit sector to uh, take those considerations in, in mind, you know, when they're when they're selling their stuff, if they could just be a little more human, for lack of a better word, and... You know, some are, some are well-intended, some stand out for uh, for some of the standards. Like I, be, I believe, I'm not an expert in this area at all, but Roblox, for example, has been, you know, re- exhibiting responsibility when it comes to uh, kids and mm-hmm. all of that. Because uh, it, it, this is, a, this is a, a cultural thing that, you know, we have responsibility. We, if we start a business, if we mm-hmm. have an endeavor, you don't have to be a, in the public service as a as an entity in order to follow public, you know, best practices for for mental health. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned thirteen and up. So, what is the the trust mm-hmm. factor there when you're trying to get uh, teenagers? To get on board with something and to have have uh, mm-hmm. an attraction, appeal, faith in something, uh, what is that challenge mm-hmm. like? Yeah, yeah. So, the, so you know what what so super better uses the psychology of gameplay. So we're not a video game, but we borrow from the popularity sure. in, in the cultural phenomenon, which is video games. So in the U.S., you know, seventy five percent of children under the age of thirteen regularly play some type of video game. You know, among adults, it's two thirds. So the 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 appeal is very you know the it's familiar, but it's also different enough. So the, the, to be able to use that mindset of gameplay in the real world to achieve goals is is very uh, it's very familiar. Um, uh, you know, but but again, also very uh, very novel. Um, the the uh, you know the other piece just around uh, around trust. Uh, you know, so. It's fascinating. The research, you know, if really digging into Gen Z and looking at their research about, you know, what they, who they trust and who they don't, um, you know, it, it's fascinating research. So today, you know, from an institutional perspective, you know, who, who, who don't, who does, who does young people, who do not, excuse me, who do young people not trust, right? 
well, certainly they don't trust the government, you know, the presidency, the Congress, all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, surprisingly, you know, organized religion scores very, you know, very, very low. You know, big, cor- big corporations, you know, score very, very low. You know, but who do they trust? You know, Gen Z, yeah. and this is actually not just Gen Z, but, you know, who is, is small businesses. And, and while Superbetter is, you know, recognized as one of the leaders within our space, you know, we're very much a small business. Uh, and, you know, we've chosen uh, to bootstrap to our success so that we can control our North Star, which is impact and, you know, this, this uh, uh, you know, bold vision of, uh, you know, unlocking the heroic potential of 50 million youth in the next five years. Uh, and so, you know, we, we've kind of set up our system and how we, you know, how companies fund, you know, mm-hmm. everything is a system in a company, right? So everything from funding to target to product to execution to marketing, right? It's all, it's all a system. And if one part of those system system is, you know, uh, disproportionately prop, profit motivated, then, you know, the North Star becomes, well, what's our quarterly numbers? Did we hit, you know, what, you know, what kind of a return are we delivering to our investors? All those things are important, but which is the North Star? What's the first thing that, you know, that, that we want to talk to, you know, at a quarterly board meeting? We want it to always be impact. How are we helping, you know, to, to impact and, and, you know, help contribute to ending the youth mental health crisis? And what do those numbers look like? And, of course, the second or third thing we're going to talk about is, you know, how are we doing financially and, you know, where can we invest and, you know, what's the profit? All that kind of stuff is really important, too. But the, the North Star, you know, if, if you know, to, to have the best, uh, shot at achieving a, a really bold north star um you know the whole system needs you know needs to one be, good uh, thing aligned. i think that's that's happening over the last few years is this north star it's a great analogy is this north star um driven model where for-profit companies uh non-profit com- non-profit organizations can all be driven by a purpose by a north star that they don't deviate from now if you're making a, a you know a cereal bar or something, you could you could have your you know north star of a certain thing to nutrition or whatever it might be. But this is more of a of a step back where you say, look, I I have an ethos that is that has to accomplish certain things for humanity and for the consumers and for everybody involved. So I can't I can't deviate from that. And this is a time where people are in such disarray and in such uh, flux that, you know, the flip side of it is they have to survive. You know, they have to survive. But I think we're recognizing through some of the some of the uh, horrors that we're that we're experiencing as a as a as a species, we're recognizing the need for mental health to not be swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Let's talk for a minute about the stigma of mental health, um, which I've noticed is another, it's yet another cog in that wheel that turns on social media. Because if someone were to reach out on social media and say, hey, I need some help here, or I'm having a hard day, or I'm, you know, it's just everything that we say. Every, we could say something on Twitter, you could say something. On, so uh, what is the stigma um, what is the stigma's role in this, you know, in this environment? Yeah, so yeah, mental health has always had a lot of stigma. Uh, I, we, we've seen progress, in the, especially in the past few years and especially among younger generations, but there's still a lot of stigma out there. And, and so uh, you know, what we do with Superbetter, I mean, Superbetter is, is, 
you know, it, it's a game played in real life. You know, it, it's, you know, our core promise is that we build resilience uh, and that resilience leads to, you know, skills and, you know, overcoming obstacles and achieving goals. So it's, it's very, it's a very flexible platform uh, with resilience as the core. Now, the reality is two, two of the top 10 th- uh, reasons that people play super better today are to overcome depression and anxiety. So we're, we're within that, that mix. Uh, but because Superbetter is, is is a platform and can be used for all kinds of good uh, and, and and obstacles, um, you know, you know, one one element is you know just because I, you know just because I'm playing Superbetter doesn't mean I have a, a a mental health challenge. So that's at one at one level, um, you know, where it, it's uh, uh, there's no you know if somebody looked over you know looked over and you were in, if you were in public transport you know. And uh, you know, saw that you had the Superbetter app on your phone. They'd be like, "Oh, what's going on with you?" Kind of a thing. It, it wouldn't be that at all. At the same time, we're part of the conversation that you know, uh, you know, mental health is normalized. You know, it's just like it's it's you know, it should be you know normalized like our physical health. And you know, everybody you know, especially today, you know, almost everybody dealing with the stress of the pandemic. I mean, uh, you know, you know, whether it's low level or high level, but you know, things like anxiety are, are, are pervasive or feelings of low mood, right? So. So you know we're we're kind of all in this together, and so you know we're we're at you know we have a seat at the table and with our with our you know partners and allies you know to help spread that spread the positive message you know to reduce the stigma and you know a lot a lot you know many companies are using you know Superbetter's not at this stage, you know but they're using you know celebrities you know can tell their lived stories around dealing with mental health to help reduce that stigma. So there's there's a lot of good things happening in the world. To reduce the level of stigma, and again, our, our approach was super better. The message that we're that we try to elevate, you know, is very consistent with yeah. reducing that. Yeah, that's that why stigma. I started the Truth Tastes Funny podcast was because truth does taste funny. It's weird. The real life is weird. It's not <laughs> clean and it's not pristine and it's not perfect. And you know, on the entrepreneurial side, there's always a lot of talk, which is which is perfectly reasonable about learning from your mistakes. Why can't we have the same room emotionally? Uh, you know, if you bang your knee, you skin your knee. People say, how, how bad is it? Oh, well, it's fine. It's just a scratch. Or I just got a bruise. Or, ooh, that's going to, that took the skin off. It's not like that with mental health. You say, oh, I'm feeling a little depressed. And, and they, they, people are worried. Or, the, or like, oh, that guy's, that guy's a little is depressed. It's like, I, I realize that, that, you know, whatever the clinical term you use, depression, being sad, being seasonal affective disorder, which is one that I like to talk about living in a, in a, in, in a place where the climate can be brutal. Um, you know, why can't we just say, I, you know, I, yeah, I was feeling very sad or I was feeling very depressed. Um, and so I love the idea of, of gameplay, the rules of gameplay, because it really is better. It is about getting, making yourself better than you, than you are at this moment. And anybody could be doing that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think as super better g- continues to grow, uh, it will become more of a, an emblem of health to be playing it. That someone mm-hmm. is playing it is a, is, yeah. you know, do you think that um, as human beings, we take the world itself in toto like too seriously? Oh, that's a that's a very that's a big that's a really big question. 
Um, I, I, I think as, as humans, I'm going to answer it a little bit of a different way. So as, you know, we're, 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 you know, humans are designed in a certain way. Our brains are designed in a certain way. Um, no, none of that is, just, you know, none of the way that we were designed, you know, is for the environment that we're living in today. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's not necessarily surprising that, you know, we're seeing both, we're seeing, you know, physical and chronic diseases have, have increased dramatically in the last, you know, few, de- you know, few decades because of that. You know, and this is not, it's, you know, in some respects, it's not surprising to see, you know, mental health challenges as, as well. We've got these, especially in, in technology, we've got almost these godlike capabilities, yeah. you know, that are really, you know, in some cases, exploiting, you know, almost, you know, ancestral or, or you know, uh, you know, minds that were developed, you know, for, you know, a, a very different kind of, kind of a world. Uh, you know, are we taking the world too seriously? I don't know. I mean, there are serious issues to be, to be addressed in, in the world and we don't, uh, sure. know, and, and, th- and those are really important. How we approach it, those are really important. Um, Jane uh, McGonigal has a new book, uh, you know, called, called Imaginable, uh, that really leverages kind of the, the, her expertise in game science plus futures thinking to help us, uh, help the readers learn how to imagine, potential futures you know, so that we can be more prepared for them and and also uh you know take action so that we can be you know more more motivated to make those changes so you know so there are tools that we can do, use to uh you know kind of uh, uh help ourselves feel more empowered to deal with some of those more serious issues especially those big issues you know that feel often can feel out of our control and there's a lot of those you know is you know, right, right now. So there's kind of that one saying, you know, there, there are a lot of serious issues, you know, happening in the world. Sure. And, the, and those are placing a burden on many people's mental health. And, and uh, you know, so there is, you know, you know I, th- I believe a, you know, how do we prepare ourselves for to control what we can do, but also how do we, um, uh, how do we in our own minds interpret the things that we can't control right now? And, and, uh, you know, not, not, let those become burdens that, 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 you know, increase the, the amount of stress, you know, and, and the, the burden that we have on, on our own mental health as well. So I think there are those right. two, those two dynamics Very good points. at the same time. And, um, and the fact that we, we have exceeded, we've gotten ahead of ourselves. We've, we've shown off, you know, our ability to create all these amazing things and do these amazing things. And it's like a Star Trek episode, you know, where, there are some aliens, uh, you know, light years ahead of us, but it's, you know, they've wiped out half the planet, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. They're, they're ahead mm-hmm. of their own, too, they're too smart for their own good. And, and in a way, I think that's, that's what happened to us. You know, we're not stupid. We're maybe too smart. We're, so when I say taking it too seriously, I think you, you put a good kind of point on that because that's, that's kind of what, what I think I was looking for is, you know, not that we take it so seriously, but it's it overwhelms us. Um, and given the overwhelm mm-hmm. that's out there, what is two more things for you? One, what can we all do as a concrete step toward better mental health, which is a big general question, but you can take that wherever you feel is is mm-hmm. right. And then how can we support super better mm-hmm. and what is uh, happening there that we can engage with. Terrific. So, you know, what, what, first, what we can do around our own mental health. So uh, there are a lot of good, you know, tools and resources in the world for mental health. So, uh, you know, depending on, on the, the, the nature of the, of, of mental health, you know, it, it may be, 
you know, you know, find a good, you know, find, find a therapist, find someone that, that, that you can talk to. I realize there are access issues and it's not a, you know, that that's not in every case. Uh, and you know, that's not as straightforward as, as, as it should be. Uh, but you know, that, that, uh, that very much is, is, is a tool. We can also, you know, one of the things that, you know, in, in you know, uh, Jane wrote, Jane's, uh, wrote a New York times bestselling book called super better, the power of living gamefully. And in, in the introduction, uh, you know, she, she talks about, you know, how, you know, we're the hero of our own story. You know, we're stronger than we know. We're surrounded by potential allies. So some really big kind of foundational, you know, elements. But as she describes, you know, kind of what some of those things means, you know, she, she points out something that's profound but simple, which is we have the ability to control our attention and therefore our thoughts and feelings. Right. So when we're in this, these feelings of overwhelm and we're, we're yeah. you know, doom scrolling on, on Twitter and, and, and kind of feeling like that, um, you know, the you know, it's sometimes it can be helpful just to take a step back and say, you know, we, we I, I have the con- ability to control my attention. If if doom scrolling on social media is is not serving me right now, I have the ability to to stop or I have the ability to, you know, to, you know, uh, not watch this you know media channel or that media channel. Uh, because of the way that it, it impacts me, uh, uh, or, or you know, uh, you know how, how it makes me feel. So that level of control is really powerful. Now, super better. You know, we we, uh, we have published studies that show, you know, in particular, a randomized control trial at University of Pennsylvania shows that playing super better for 30 days significantly reduces anxiety and depression. And, and as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people you know, are using super better with within within this, that that area. You know, there are in the world of mental health solutions, there are a lot of organizations, you know, really focused on, you know, treatment. Uh, and that's good. Um, we're, you know, as we continue to grow and kind of see where, where Superbetter has its its strength, um, uh, and while we, we can resolve, you know, we can help reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression, you know, one of the biggest areas that we can do is to help build skills, uh, protective factors, and to, you know, uh, reduce the barriers uh, that get in the way of, you know, of, of mental health as well. And so, uh, you know, the other area is to kind of think about, you know, we don't have to wait until we're in a mental health crisis to, to get, you know, to, to get help. Um, our, you know, as humans, we're all in every, all aspects of our health and well-being are interrelated. So our physical health and our mental health and our emotional social health. And so we, we can care for all of those, you know, four areas. And Subedra actually has a mechanism that, that builds, we call it, you know, building resilience, either you know, social resilience or mental resilience or emotional or, uh, or social resilience, right? So we have a way that kind of uh, helps to ensure that, you know, as we're taking care of ourselves, that we're doing it in a, in a, a whole person, you know, kind of a way as well. So, um, so those are things, you know, prevention, um, of course, seeing, you know, seeking resources, uh, you know, where, where, you know that, that are available uh, to help. And so, again, there are a lot of, of, of good resources that are out there. Um, and I love that you asked about how you can help super better. So, um, you know, we have, uh, we're uh, planning the introduction uh, this fall of a new feature uh, and we call it squad play. So I alluded to, you know, today super better is a great self-help app, you know, squad play transforms super better to not only be a great self-help app, but also a tool that can be used uh, to uh, 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 help and, and support and empower groups and communities. Uh, so with squad play, and one of our targets is teachers. Uh, so with squad play, you know, a teacher will be able to host a super better challenge that they can either select from our library or create on their own, but they can host a, you know, host a challenge for their classroom, for their students. Great. 
Uh, and so, you know, one of the use cases, yeah, so teachers, you know, a, a lot of, t- almost all teachers today, you know, believe in the power of social emotional learning, which is deeply connected to mental health, right? So, uh, but, but it can be hard to find, especially at the middle and high school and older, you know, levels, you know, kind of really practical and engaging tools to help. So super better, you know, this, one of the use cases for super better that we've gotten really positive response on is, you know, this could be a great tool for, 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 you know, for teachers in those areas. Uh, so that's coming. So, you know, look, look for that. Um, we're also, uh, uh, so, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, our North Star and how we, how we want to stay focused on our North Star and, and how, you know, how funding allows that. So we're bootstrapping, you know, and we're, we're using, you know, you know revenue from, from, you know, some contracts and, you know, to, uh, you know, fund the new features, um, you know, but, but by uh, bringing in additional funds, we can grow faster. Uh, and, you know, because our goal is 50 million and there's a crisis of mental health, there's good reasons to, to grow faster. So, uh, you know, we we are, you know, we're an organization that's been built on the gra- from a grassroots standpoint. We've never spent a penny on advertising to get to, you know, over a million people having played and people talk about super better and media likes to write about it. And, you know, some people see Jane's TED Talk or read the book, but, you know, but we're very much, a, a, you know, kind of we see ourselves as a small business that's there for the people uh, you know that, that we that we're serving, and so we're doing something really unique. Um, you know, which is a, a, a crowd, it's called a crowdfunding uh, investment campaign, and we're partnering with uh, an organization called Republic, and it really takes advantage of uh, uh, some you know fairly recent you know in the last ten years you know regulations that have changed some of the rules that allow uh, a kind of a different approach to investing. So historically. Uh, historically, you know, uh, investment in the private market, so things that are not on the stock market, you know, would would have been, you know, were are was limited to institutional investors and, you know, uh, high net worth individuals uh, that, that that have adequate income or and or net worth to qualify as an accredited investor. And so, you know, in 2012, uh, a uh, the, the Jobs Act the uh, was was approved that authorized kind of a new way to fund. Uh, uh, you know, earlier stage and in, in, in startup small businesses like 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 Super Better. So Republic is one of those platforms. They were one of the first. You know, they're 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 um, you know amazing and 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 uh, you know well vetted in, within that area. Uh, and so we are you know we are uh, you know entering a phase where it's called test the waters, but it's it's a, a phase where we're uh, 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 asking individuals that might be interested in joining our journey and and addressing youth mental health and and be, you know being. Uh, uh, being part of that with us as a financial stakeholder, um, you know, to uh, to you know express their interest on on Republic uh, for that type of activity. You know, if if and when we move from test the waters to uh, to a full campaign, you know, kind of the, the the ability to kind of go from I you know I'm I'm interested to I want you know I'm in is is literally a click of the button. It's an email. It, it's it's an email kind of a thing. So. Uh, we are. That's one. You know, a way. If, if if youth mental health is is a is is an you know issue that you're passionate about and and really believe in, and you want to be part of, you know, part of our story and our journey, um, it's an option. And you know, we're, we're you know we would love to invite you to you know look at the Republic Deal page. And again, if it, if it's something that's that's of interest, uh, you know, uh, you know, we would encourage you to you know uh, register that that, that great uh, interest. I level. mean, look, we're gonna do this together. This is how. This is how any progress is made uh, with buy-in from whether it's your audience 
or whether it's uh, within your audience, the enthusiasm that comes from it. But I feel, uh, you know, the reason Super Better jumped out at me was because we're all looking for innovative solutions, things that uh, that have, in this case, they've, it's been tried and it's proven to work. It's a matter of it growing and developing and becoming more prevalent. But uh, so that's one thing when we see something that works. But we're also looking for things that uh, that are taking the world that we live in at this moment and using every possible avenue to affect a positive outcome, uh, you know, to be mm -hmm. one of the good guys, to be part of the solution. And, um, and it's very, very admirable. And I, I really appreciate your coming on, Keith. And, um, and I wish you tremendous continued success with this because we, we need this. Uh, everybody of every age needs tools that work and that don't deny the reality of an immersion in a virtual universe uh, to a great extent. You know, we, every day we hear about the metaverse, mm -hmm. every day we hear about crypto and NFTs, and it's fascinating stuff. It's great stuff. Uh, there's great aspects to all of it, but it isn't, uh, it isn't all designed to make us healthier. Uh, and this is. That's that's exactly right, and and I, I appreciate you having me on on the uh, the podcast today, and this has been a fascinating discussion. Thanks, Keith. Thanks so much for tuning into Truth Tastes Funny. If you enjoyed the experience, please leave a five star review and share this podcast with your friends.